ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கே அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி லேர்ன் ஆஃப் த டைனமிக்ஸ் பிட்வீன் கரேஜ் அண்ட் கம்பேஷன் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஒன் எயிட்டி பெண்ட் அபவுட் த வேலர் கிங் ஈர்ந்தூர் கிளான் தோயன் மாறன் பை த போயட் கோனாட்டு எரிச்சலூர் மாடலன் மதுரை குமரனார் set in the category of vage or victory the verse relates the response of this king to request from supplicants nirappadu kodukkum selvamum ilane il yena marukkum sirumayum ilane irai uru velumam thangi amaragathu irumbu suvai konda velupun noi theerndu marundugol marathin vaalvadu mayangi vadindru vadittha yaakkayan kodai edirndu eerndayone paanpasi pagaiyan inmai theera vendin emmudiniyum vammo muduvai iravala yaan than irakkum kaalai தான் எம் உண்ணா மருங்குள் காட்டி தன் ஊர் கருங்கை கொல்லனை இறக்கும் திருந்து இலை நெடுவேல் வடித்திசின் எனவே ஏற்றனதிசன்ஸ்ரூத்ஸ்ட்ரான்ஸ்லேட்டட்ஸ்ஃபோலோஸ்ஸிங்லி he does not have the pettiness to say no either bearing the burden that befalls his king on the battlefield he faces the ire of iron as it tastes his flesh when those wounds heal he appears with fading scars many on his form akin to a medicinal tree with signs of blades stripping its bark he takes responsibility for charity in the town of irndai a man who is the enemy of a bard's hunger Why don't you come with me if you seek to end your poverty o elderly supplicant when we go seeking to him he would point out our empty stomachs to his town's dark-handed blacksmith and say carve me a tall sphere with a well-edged sharpened tip let's delve into the details here the poet starts with a realistic assessment of the patron's wealth saying he does not have mounds and mounds of wealth to give However, at the same time, he is not a person to say no to those who go seeking to him. After that clear-cut profile of the king's state of affairs, the poet turns to describe his personality by talking about how he fights to defend a superior king and as a consequence his skin has seen the flash of iron over it many a time, leaving him with wounds that have healed. To etch this image the poet brings in the simile of a medicinal tree whose bark has been cut here and there leaving it with patches all over its trunk through this simile we understand how the field of medicine in sangam times relied on plant remedies such as barks of trees as does ayurveda today the poet then mentions the name of this king's town as irndai and calls him an enemy of a bard's hunger with that glowing epithet this poet turns to a poor elder bard and asks him to come along as they go seeking to this king at this time the poet predicts what will happen when they arrive at the king's place and beg to him the king would take them to his town's blacksmith and pointing to their hollow stomachs he would insist that the smith carve him a powerful spear right away the poet concludes 
When a person goes seeking to a patron, we have seen them give food, ornaments, why even elephants. What does this king mean by asking for a spear to a blacksmith when seeing the poverty of these supplicants? The answer to that lies in what this king intends to do with that spear. He means to fight in battles, win in them, gain wealth from his king so that he can shower it on such impoverished bards. In every age, man tries to justify his pursuits of war and wealth in different ways. In the Sangam age, we see that this justification comes from their need to allay the hunger of those who come to them. Not for my comfort or future well-being, but to give unto others seems to be the repeated mantra of these Sangam folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.